Good morning. You are tuned in to the Ladies View podcast where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is your host and girl, Celine. And on the line, we have our lovely and co-host, Heather. How are you this morning? I am okay, other than the fact that I need coffee. I know. So what and happened I'm this morning? Saying you saying drove to Starbucks it. and <laughs> it didn't happen for you? <laughs> and the well, line okay. was long. And then I drove to Dunkin' Donuts. And that didn't happen either. So here's the issue that I have with you this morning, Heather. (laughs) So you were up about maybe two hours ago because I saw a text when you waited like two hours later to go get a coffee. Oh my goodness! Well, I am um, enjoying my cafe bustelo this morning, so I'm good. Okay, so not to rub it in your face, but I'm good. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Today we're going to talk about young successful entrepreneurs. So you know I'm always raving about my Prane's subscription to you. I love it. I mean, I paid like. So I'm currently paying like a dollar a week for that subscription, the online one, of course. So, you know, it just keeps me in the know of all things uh, happening Mm -hmm. and all things in Chicago. And so I believe this may be a fairly new list. They um, rolled out this annual list. It's called the 20s in their 20s list. And it's, and I quote, company makers, rule breakers, Mm -hmm. risk takers, industry shakers list. So, yeah, they talk about, you know, these young, ambitious uh, people and youngins who are just very, who have been successful in their passion and work. And, you know, they've overcome obstacles and just a lot of good stuff, you know, so successful at such a young age. I love that. Mm -hmm. So now we do know that there are many young people who are outside Mm -hmm. of this Mm -hmm. list who work just as hard and are working to make their dreams come true, regardless of their obstacles that they may be faced with. And on the line today, we have a very beautiful, successful, and young author. She's a 25-year-old author and a passionate writer. She's obtained a bachelor's degree in English from Fisk University. Not only is she a young author, but she is the CEO to the Premier Child Care Centers in Chicago, where she supervises four centers of youth and educators. She uses her skills to help multi young writers of tomorrow. And Modi, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome I'm, to the podcast. Good How are morning, you? Modi. I'm good. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We're very excited to have you on. And so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Modi? Okay, well, that introduction was awesome, and it's pretty much who I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> my mom actually started those schools 34 years ago. And she, um, I went to Fisk University, obviously. And once I got out, um, she gave me the schools and I became the CEO. And, you know, I really love to teach kids um, how to write because it allows them to start at an early age of release. Um, When I was younger, I had that, like a journal, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think kids these days have journals. (laughs) You're right. I don't think that they do. Yeah, they don't. They have their cell phones. They have their cell phones. They have their iPads. Exactly. They've got their laptops. So they presence, don't write like they used to. We put down those tablets, those phones, and we start writing. Oh, and I love course, them. 
they're like, we don't want to write, we don't want to do that. But once they start, they end up enjoying it. Well, most of them do. Aww. So, I... fantastic. I think I think so. I have daughters, and yes. I do the same thing with them. Like, okay, electronics down. Go get your notebook. Go get your journal. I don't care what it is. If you need to find a crayon, I don't care. Write, write something, exactly. and then they'll exactly. start you know, writing, and they're writing their mind for hours. Going because the tablet, the electronics, it doesn't do that. You know, it thinks for them. So that was one of my reasons for even um, going into the business because I always wanted to be a writer. That's exactly what I went to school for. Of course, I did take some early um, education classes as well, but that's just so that I could share my talents with them very so, nice thank you that is amazing um hold on some women prefer hell they, yeah. i love that i the title itself i'm like oh my goodness what is that about i was just talking to That's, heather right i was oh just talking gosh. to heather about it this morning <laughs> we got so tell us a right? little bit about that <laughs> book if you will yeah sure okay so some women prefer hell um it is a daughter's perspective of her mother's really bad relationship and then unconsciously, she goes into her own relationship doing the same thing that she saw her mother do, even though she tried her hardest to say, like, I'm not going to be like this when she gets older. I mean, when I get older, I'm I'm going to be different. I'm going to make better decisions. But then she ends up being um, the exact same as her mother. Mm -hmm. And it's loosely based on real life, as are mostly everything, wow. movies, songs, everything. Wow. But um, my mom and I went through a similar relation, um, similar situation. I actually saw her go through a really tumultuous relationship with a very, like a con artist type of man. <laughs> and, um, you know, we went through that together. And consequently, I went out and found the exact same type of man. <laughs> and, mm. you know, they kind of just tear your, um, tear at your confidence and your, um, the insecurities that might have been buried, they bring them up because of their insecurities. So mm. it put me into a depression because I didn't know how to get out of that at a young age. I mean, I, I started dating at 14. Mm. Um, so, you know, at 14, you barely know how to cross the street really. Right. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it was oh like, my you know, tell me so about it. At, at one time I had to grow up really quick because of, you know, the kind of man that I was dealing with. Um, so it ended up being not too good for me, and it put me in um, a kind of a depression. I won't say kind of. It put me into a deep depression. Mm. I didn't know my self-value without that person. Wow. So I had to. That's got to be rough. So, rough. Um, Modi, now, I mean, that, that story, wow. And I, I'm really going to read this book. It's very interesting, the fact that, it's almost like a learned behavior, what you saw your mom go through, and then you go and you experience the same thing. And um, mm -hmm. I believe that it's, you know, we have to be such great examples to other young ladies, because they are looking up to us, and they will eventually do what we do and not what we say, right? Right. But how exactly. do you, how do you overcome such thing? Because I, I, and I'm not sure you tell me, to, um, just looking at your success at the age of 25 it seems to me like you've overcome that like you're just reaching new levels and you're reaching for the stars now like mm -hmm. it's a new you almost yeah and at this point I will say that I'm overcoming you know there are still mm -hmm. times when I can be by myself and I'll tap back into that but you know 
I'm hungry at this point, you know, hungry yeah. for self-love, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, I got a glimpse of it and I was like, oh, I'm never going back. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, yeah, it's just basically wow. just pouring now, into myself. I'm sorry, go ahead. Helping me. It's important. So exactly. that, that is important as women that we do that, that we, you know, we get so very focused on our, mm -hmm. our lives as we know them. Right. And if you have children, if you have a man, if you're married, if you mm -hmm. have a job or whatever, mm -hmm. and you forget about you. So I'm glad that you said that. Um, so how did your mom <laughs> feel about um, you when writing I started writing, book? I didn't tell what was her take um, it on it? Three years to write the book. Once I was halfway finished I let her read it and I watched her expression because I was very nervous I didn't know if she was going to be like no you don't need to tell my story or if she was going to be like this is amazing and she had no facial expressions while she was reading it but when she was done she put it down and my mother's kind of dramatic <laughs> but <laughs> she put it down and she was like oh my god I love it you have to keep going oh she and, was very supportive yes very and she's still very I mean like she is you would think that she wrote the book the way that she is supporting me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you are, your, your books Amazon, are sold on eBay, Amazon, Shopify, correct? And my, my own website. Okay. Okay. And it looks like you've been out and about around Chicago uh, doing some, yeah, I've been every you're making <laughs> some appearances. So how is Honestly, that? Honestly, I T love tell it. Us how I love connecting with, with different people, you know, um, as a, as an artist, I, I would call myself an artist as an author. Um, you get more reward, not in the monetary value, but in the people that you reach, the hearts that you reach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, based off the okay. cover, they're going to not really be like, oh, okay, I really want to read this, but it's how I explain it to the people. And then they receive it. I've had people come to me and tell me their testimonies just off of me telling them the brief description of a book. So I, I think it's really rewarding to see how people respond to it because I know that the topics that I'm speaking about are often put on mute. Right. So it's, it's been great for me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I think as, as women, especially when you're so young and you, you know, you get blinded by that, yes. that love, that lust, whatever it is, what, whatever you want to call it, you get blinded mm -hmm. by it. And men are very powerful. Yeah, we are. But we have to remember powerful. that we're mm -hmm. even more powerful. Yeah. We, we are. We, I mean, it's just, you know, men, no knock against you. I love you guys, but we are more powerful. We, we, we have right. the right to to say no. We have the right to say, I don't want that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not about that. And it's really hard when you're going through high school, when you're going through college and it's like, you want it all. You want that man. Mm -hmm. you, you want that, the appearance of that relationship, yeah, not at all. Um, but it's really mm -hmm. not worth it. Who is your, I'm you know sorry, I mean? who is your targeted audience mode now, for this book? Is it just solely women or should men, will men benefit from reading this as well? And I love that question because my target audience first is women. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, yes. But it is also men who unconsciously do these things to women. And, mm -hmm. you know, the young men who have yet to even enter the dating world, I want them to be conscious of how they make us feel or how they could make us feel or how, you know, their thoughts can dictate or how they can dictate um, a woman's um, confidence. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So yes, women first, but I've. And they don't realize it though. They don't. They don't realize it. Like <laughs> they. They don't. They, they don't realize really how much don't. better they can be. They at absolutely that, don't. You know. So yeah, you mm-hmm. were just recently mm-hmm. on WGN, right? Was um, that so this we filmed past, it Thursday? It comes on last today. Week? Oh, nice. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, what time? Okay, fantastic. So were they just interviewing you? Mm -hmm. What was that? Oh, I love it. Look at you. (laughs) That is fantastic. Now, how do you feel? Now, you're like so like calm, cool, and collected. Like, you're like, this is nothing, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Now you're 20, like, I'm more excited than you are, Bodie. Like, what what are we doing here? So this is like, yeah, you're like all like chill about it. And I'm like, okay, so how how are these things making you feel though? Yeah, you know. I mean, especially within your peer group. Within, you know, if you look at your life compared to other people your age, how does it make you feel? It actually makes me sad um, because I want more for people my age. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I think that we are, and I'm yeah. on, I'm on social media, and I just see a lot of people my age, and their their focus is different, their right. goals are different, you know, their their aspirations and what they value are different from mine, mm. and it just it makes I don't judge anybody. I think that everybody is entitled to do what they want to do, but it just makes me a little bit sad because you know their focus is different. So the reason mm-hmm. why I'm just so like chill and laid back is because mm-hmm. I feel like I just I have to be more me you know I just have to make sure that I remain me at all times and this is who I am and you are such a beautiful girl um you you really are oh my goodness yes (laughs) isn't she even in the way you dress I love it I love it all and I think God has a bigger plan for you and sometimes you don't know why you experience the things that you do but at the end you have a story to tell and a story to share and hopefully change the lives of others. So, you know, such an influence. I, it, I, I'm, I love it. I love everything Thank about you. it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. About the rest of 2018 into 2019. Well, I'm actually working on part two of someone prefer Hill because um, it's going to be like a trilogy. Um, and we are, okay. I'm going on a college tour starting in September. Um, I have this women empowerment um, kind of like sleepover event. Um, where it's like a no judgment zone. I invite um, 50 to 75 women to a hotel room and we sit and we just have girl talk. We eliminate phones, um, everything, oh. no TV and nothing like that. We just come together and we talk about, it doesn't even have to be about problems. It could be about positive things. We're just yeah. going to talk about, um, you know, different things that make us who we are. And yeah. that's, that's in September. Um, like I say, we're going to all the different homecomings and the colleges and things like that. Um, I'm actually in the process now of writing my script for the movie for part one. No. I oh love that. Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Really? That, that's exciting to me because um, <laughs> I love to act even on the side. So, oh, I love it. I'm so excited for you. So you're writing the script and you're obviously, are you going to star in like the movie? I'm guessing it may be like an independent I don't know um, what your ideas are with it, but, you know. <laughs> so I actually um, am not writing it. Um, oh, okay. I have a film director, um, <gasps> Brittany Lopez. She's writing it. Nice. Um, and it is going to be an That's independent amazing. film. 
We're trying mm-hmm. to make it a really big production because I wanted to get to the masses, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Not yeah, of absolutely. Keep us informed about that. I do. We'll be in- <laughs> you can find me on IMDb. So- I am there. Oh, exciting. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. So um, you get your ideas, obviously, through your experiences in life. And what is your writing process like? You know, um, no one's ever asked me that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, my writing <laughs> process is... Um, I have to feel it, you know, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. So of course I have to, I want to um, reap benefits from my writing, but that is not the reason that I started writing. I started writing mm-hmm. because I really love to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And most people, when they start to make writing a career, they start putting limitations on their writing and they part, they try to structure their writing, mm-hmm. but, but writing is an art. So you can't mm-hmm. really put limits on it. I feel it. Of course, I have to make deadlines and things like that. But in order for me to get the best creativity out of it, I just, I have a room in my home where Mm -hmm. I sit on my typewriter and I type. Uh, Me and my dog, we like drink, I drink tea, he sits next to me. It's so cute. (laughs) I listen to Lauren Hill. We just get a vibe going. Right, she can bring she can bring the author out of anyone though. Yes, so, okay. okay, so you use so, a typewriter. I, I love that. I do oh my use goodness. a typewriter. It's been some years for me since I last used a typewriter. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love. Typewriters. Do you ever? They're they're they're, they're so awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you ever get writer's block? I do. You yeah. do. Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, I, do. I would imagine so. And what advice do you have for other writers, Modi? Um. <laughs> When they get writer's block, or just period, or just period, um, in general, feel it, look yeah. at it as as a hobby first, um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's a passion. Do when you create it, when you um, position it as a job, that's the most time when you get um, depressed and like complications and things like that. I would just advise to take some time when you get writer's block. It's frustrating. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the most frustrating thing as a writer. But this too shall pass yeah just take your time um you know maybe you have to step away from where you're at for a second or sometimes you get um passages in your head and you you're like okay so how does this follow the story i my my advice would be to write it down that's happened Mm -hmm. to me several times and it didn't flow but i wrote it down and i needed it you know along the line Mm -hmm. so no piece of writing is irrelevant um stay true to you Make sure you listen to your own thoughts because a lot of people will come and say, oh, you should do this or you should write this and make sure you do this. That's cool, but tell them to write their own book mm-hmm. or write whatever they're going to do. But you have to make sure that you stay true to yourself. That would be my advice. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How about you write your own book? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that sounds like a Heather response. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is my book. Yes. That's yours. Uh, so Modi, um, on another note, you have an eyelash line coming out. Okay. Okay. So, so when I was going so through my depression, um, I had to like really figure out ways to make myself feel better. And one of my friends, she was like, well, let me just try to put these lashes on you. And I'm a no makeup type of person. Like I, I know sometimes I have to put on makeup for the shoots that I'm doing, but as soon as I'm done, all my makeup artists will tell you, all my photographers will tell you, she, the first thing she does is takes it off. 
Really? I can't <laughs> wait to take it off. Um, but I fell in love with the way that lashes made me feel. And mm -hmm. whenever I would like feel down, I would get up, mm -hmm. I would get dressed and I would put lashes on and I would have a really good day. And yeah. so I was like, you know, okay, so I wrote this book about someone preferring hell. How can I get them out of it? So I created a survival kit. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So the first part. She's a genius. <laughs> this woman here. Thank you. <laughs> so um, the first part of the survival kit is the lashes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Siberian yeah. mink. So you have more. Okay. So are are you like like yes. introducing the survival yes. kit like in stages? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my! I'm like, I'm but you know, she right she I'm has such a valid out. point. Those <laughs> eyelashes, I mean, they make a huge difference. I mean, yes, I, I don't think I post many <laughs> pictures unless I'm wearing lashes, like unless I have to, like I'm because I have to get something out there. But for the most part, I the lashes give me such confidence. And Heather, you know, because I'm always sending selfies with my lashes. Check them out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I haven't had them done in about a month. Right. I'm feeling my best right now. <laughs> now I don't I don't I love my eyelashes already, so I don't wear That's lashes. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I know a lot of women. Yeah, I do. I've always loved my eyelashes. Lucky you. They're very long, very thick. <laughs> um, but they're they're <laughs> whatever. Um, but there are mm -hmm. a lot of women out there who say the same thing. They're always like, mm -mm, no, I can't leave without my lashes or I'm going here. I got to get my lashes done. Now, ladies, I do want to tell you that if you are going to do your own yes. lashes, oh, watch yes. that glue because <laughs> we don't want we don't, we don't to see you out there like that. But, you know, part right, of right. Kit is to tell you how to put them on the right You way. know, the so. extensions last a little bit longer. They can last for like up to three weeks or so, at least from my experience, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and you don't have to, mm -hmm. right. And you don't have to continue putting on. The, I just wow. can't do the glue every day. I, I, I can't do that. Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you walk around looking like a hot mess. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so Modi, before we wrap up, I'm on Where Instagram can our listeners at find just you? Modi with two underscores, J-U-S-T-M-O-D-I, two underscores. Mm -hmm. um, I am trying to get on Facebook. I'm trying to get on Twitter. I was off Instagram for like four years. Oh, wow. So I am just now back on Instagram. That was uh -huh. also a part of my depression. I got off of everything. So mm. I'm trying to get back on there. But right now okay. I'm on Instagram and my website. So and that's where everybody is though instagram right, right? exactly Every, everybody can find Absolutely. you know what instagram. actually so, yeah, facebook has like 2.1 billion people on there mm -hmm. and instagram has like maybe 80 million wow yeah stop it right exactly okay. everything's so happening on my instagram <laughs> yeah right. Facebook. Oh wait, did you say million? Well, no. Apparently, I said million. Facebook. Million for Instagram. Oh, million on million. Instagram and billions on, on Facebook. Oh my goodness, yeah. really? And billion on yeah. Facebook. I thought it was the other way around. Oh wow. Yeah. Nope. We we need to get on Facebook. I mean, we're on there kind of, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like our like our pictures up there. <laughs> kind of. But you know what? 
let me tell you, it's just so much easier. Right, right. It's called Instagram. It's easier to post on Instagram. It takes it takes no time. I mean, we can share it. I mean, we just need to get more active on there. So if you're telling me that there's billions on Facebook and millions on Instagram, we definitely need to get on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's huge. Facebook owns Instagram. Good night. Yeah, they do. They do. Oh my goodness. They do. Right. Instagram and your Facebook together, you can post simultaneously, which Mm. makes it a bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. I just gotta get there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You and and us. Right. Yeah, we're we're not the best at being um, active on Facebook, but we're gonna change that. Right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Modi. We wanna thank you so, so much for uh, your time this morning. We love that you were able to share your story and um, all about what you have planned. We wish you continued, continued success. I'm looking forward to that movie, reading your book and your eyelash line i love it thank and you so much you're welcome absolutely yes yes yeah. we, we got to get together lunch or brunch so we got to oh, yes. we got to do one we definitely do like, yes and it, it, so out. we're going to put your information up on our website it's www.theladiesview.com you can find modi um on instagram and uh, again we'll put her website up there uh you can find us on instagram the ladies view show you can find us on twitter the ladies view tv on snapchat the ladies view show and on facebook the ladies view so thank you guys for tuning in this saturday morning until next time you have a great weekend bye morning good morning and happy saturday you are tuned into the ladies you podcast where we discuss the good the bad and the ugly this is your hostess with the mostest heather and joining me is the hottie with the body joanna oh wow yes joanna are you on the line i guess you are you said oh wow thank you We also have another beautiful lady joining us as a co-host today. She is the host of the Midday Show at WTMX, The Mix in Chicago. She has twice been named the best radio personality in Chicago at the Silver Dome Awards. And she, of course, does not need much more of an introduction. Lisa <laughs> Allen. Hello. Thank you. Good morning. Hey, Lisa. Good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Of course, thank you for having me. Yeah, we are definitely honored to have you on our show. What do you guys think about this weather today, though? Are you feeling it? Not really feeling it, to be honest. Really? Because I'm ready to put some boots on, so I actually kind of am. We're officially in the fall, you guys. I don't know, though. I don't know if we are because I think I think we're going to get back up to what like 80s or something soon. Yeah, well, it's cold at night. That's all I know. So. <laughs> Look, I'm so, a summer girl. I can't I, I'm not into cold weather. I'm not into hoodies and all of this. Like I'm a summer girl. I want summer to be all year round. So I'm not a fan of what's happening outside right now. I totally agree. I love I love the summer. I do. And as I'm getting older, I'm finding myself like wanting the heat much more. But I really do. I am wearing a hoodie and leggings right now, though. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Right. But you're not happy about it. I am. (laughs) Anyway, so we have an exciting show planned for you guys today. We thank you guys for tuning in. We are actually going to let Joanna take the lead on some entertainment. Joanna, what is happening this week? Yes, you ladies. We have a lot to catch up on. 
Um, first of all, I do want to briefly start with New York Fashion Week. It kicked off with a bang, literally. So, so awesome. At the Harper's Bazaar after party, it was said that Cardi B, we all know Cardi B, it approached Nikki's table all aggressively, and I guess she threw her shoe at her. What? <laughs> Girls, yes. So I totally give props to Nikki. She kept it cool. She was cool as a cucumber, didn't say anything. And I think this made Cardi B look bad. So that's all I have on that. Um, More to come on that later on in the week. But I'm sure some other things will transpire via Twitter. You know how that goes. I don't get it. I just I just don't understand why we do these things. (laughs) What was the point? But okay, you're right. We're going to get some more info on it. (laughs) I'm sure it was for nothing. Right. So the Roseanne spinoff, The Connors, is starting production. Are you guys excited about that? Or is it just me? I'm over it. (laughs) You're over it? Why? I'm, I'm like over the whole, like everything that happened uh, earlier in the year just like everybody I'm, I'm just over everybody being mad at everybody over everything and and I'm just like oh my god okay stop like they tried to reboot it didn't work out well like let's create a new show I mean if you want to work with your friends you're, you know that you have been in shows with before create something new like everyone's trying to bring all these old shows back to life like how about something new that's that's where i'm at with it like okay enough. that's where i like, that. I like, I like that response okay okay so i do feel like that kind of but i am excited to see what they're going to try to do this time yeah after all of these things have transpired me so how too. so how's the show going to look now? Now, I'm not saying that I'll be tuning in weekly because I just don't do that anyway to right. any show. But I, I will watch the first maybe one or two episodes and kind of gain an opinion on it. And then I'll be able to talk about it on the show. So it's really self-serving. But, <laughs> right. But, but um, I'm excited to see like what their ideas are and how they're going to bring all of this together. And what their ratings are going to be, too. Yes. So, yeah. So, supposedly, Roseanne went on Fox News Hannity show and said that the ratings aren't going to be anywhere near her sitcom. Oh, we'll good night. <laughs> who knows? I mean, who knows? Like, and hopefully it's funny. And, hey, if it does well, that's fantastic for everybody. But, again, I'm just kind of, like, over this, uh, you know, everybody regurgitating everything they've kind of already done. And it's going to be a bit of a scrub, uh, struggle for them to try to do it without their their main character we've all seen how these other spin-offs go with other shows you know just yeah. over the course of history and if it works out fantastic but i just uh, i don't know i'm kind of like write something new yeah right i mean most of the time these spin-offs don't do well anyway so right. like lisa said i guess we'll see um anyways moving on <laughs> so Wizard of Oz, ruby red slippers did you guys hear that story i did i, I did was, i didn't uh, first of all i didn't know that they were stolen like 13 years ago oh boy they were stolen from the judy garland museum in grand rapids um i guess that's i mean grand rapids is where judy garland was born mm-hmm. but so so like back in 2005 someone broke in and literally stole them left no fingerprints behind the alarm didn't go off it was a big whole ordeal but i guess the fbi recently recovered them during a sting operation mm-hmm. can you guys imagine <laughs> okay i'm just trying to like put this in my mind a sting operation for some ruby red slippers <laughs> hey this is big stuff i mean the wizard of oz is huge it transcends generations i'm sorry 
So, I mean, I would have been upset too. (laughs) I'm like, who steals from the actual museum? That's what I'm saying. Who does that? An inside job. I think it was an inside job because like you said, like there were no alarms went off and no fingerprints. No. Okay. Well, there you have it. And what, what did they do with these slippers for 13 years? I mean, obviously they didn't sell them on the black market or anything. And I guess (laughs) they're, they're worth two to $3 million. Right. That's cray cray. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) But I'm like, you can't put that on eBay and like try to get away with it. Like what, what are you doing? what were you doing with them? You just wanted it as a memorabilia. I have the ruby red slippers. Like what, what was the point? I'm curious to know, but they haven't arrested any suspects yet. So we'll see more to come. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) So we heard about Jeffrey Owens, you know, the guy from the Cosby show, the actor from the Cosby show. You remember he was job shamed by a woman who took his picture while bagging groceries at Trader Joe's, right? How dare she? I How dare she? This whole thing makes me so mad. <laughs> it, yeah. it really does. It's very sad. I mean, how dare she just knock a guy for hustling out here trying to make a dollar? Well, and right? see, here's the thing. So the truth of the matter is, as this man said... He had other projects he was working on. Mm -hmm. He had other things he was doing. And he said, no job is better than the next. That is a real man right there. (laughs) I'm sorry. Totally agree. (laughs) And, you know, just the idea altogether of people taking pictures of other people without their consent, I guess, or just, you know, like, is this okay if I do this? Like, that bugs me anyway, um, to take a picture of someone with the the meaning of just making fun of them for whatever reason, like that bugs me. But also like, I, I love hard workers, like hardworking people. I don't care if you're digging ditches, if you're working at Trader Joe's or if you're working on a movie, like if you are a hard worker, I feel like you've got all my respect. So it really bothered me that, that this whole thing blew up in this guy on this guy. And I think it's great that, you know, people like Tyler Perry and Nicki Minaj are trying to like offer jobs or, or write them checks or whatever. But uh, you know, this guy, he seems to know what he's doing. He pops up in movies and on television. And if he works at Trader Joe's in between, like, who cares? Right. Why is yeah. that headline worthy? Exactly. Well, she right. had nothing else better to do. I guess. But it blew up in her face. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. I guess it's meant to almost be like a joke because now he did sign on with Tyler Perry's Have and Have Nots. Um, oh, did he? Okay. He did. Yes. Yeah. He accepted the the role, I think, Thursday or yesterday. Great. Um, so I really hope this lady feels really horrible about herself and what she did. And also, yeah. if you ever go to Trader Joe's, like those people are always in such a great mood. They probably love their jobs anyway. Yeah. Right. So... I- it's like Whole Foods. Right. Everybody's happy. Sometimes they're too happy for me because I don't feel like <laughs> dealing with all that. But uh, <laughs> like, I just want to get my salad and go. But <laughs> no, I don't need your help. <laughs> right. But she did, she did get backlash, as you guys stated. And she did come out and apologize and said she didn't mean to shame him. Oh, good. And she, she didn't know what she was thinking when she did it. You, I, I'm sorry, I don't believe You're an that. Adult. You, knew, you knew what you were thinking when you oh, did yeah. that. You are an adult. That, that really grinds my gears when people say, oh, I didn't know. I didn't like, we're not kids here. You right. know what you're doing. When and you... I think, <laughs> yeah, I think so much of it is people are so, so focused on trying to 
put something on, on social, try to get the likes, try to get the comments or whatever. It's their own little piece of attention that they can get. And even if it comes at somebody else's expense, like it's not cool that that's the way of thinking that everybody has right now. Right. And that's unfortunately, yeah. that's the day and age we live in is mm-hmm. trying to go viral. And she did. Yeah. But but we don't realize how many people we're hurting right. when we do this. Like we are, we're causing so much pain to people. We're airing people's dirty laundry. I mean, we all have issues and we all have situations that we've dealt with throughout life. How dare you blast right. me like this? Agree. <laughs> like what right, what right do you have? You don't have those rights to my life like that. Agreed. And I think that people are, they're just getting beside themselves with it. So guys, moral of the story is don't job shame a person. Don't shame a person on social media, period. Don't be a Twitter thug. Come on. I know. It's, you know, <laughs> right. it's not worth it. Right. So moving yeah. on, the Nas letter about Khalees. Anybody read that seven part mm-hmm. letter? I'm so sad. I don't know. I don't know about the story. I, I don't know enough about it, but. I feel like when both people, mm-hmm. I mean, there's two sides to every story. So I'm not really sure what to believe. And you know what? I was going to totally yeah. play devil's advocate and say, do you think there is another side to this letter? There always is. There always is. However, I do think that she has had a couple of times in years past where she's kind of been put out there a little bit bad regarding this whole situation and how she is really trying to take him through the ringer, which, I mean, we all know relationships, they don't always work out. People break up, they get divorced, whatever, and there's children involved. And obviously the children are the ones Mm -hmm. who suffer the most. They don't have to. Just because a parent, you know, two people decide that they don't want to be together doesn't mean that the children have to suffer on this level. But I do think that a lot of times there's so much hatred toward that other person who you feel like hurt you that you just don't care anymore. Right. I, I agree. I think that's where she she was at at that point. But to anybody who didn't read the seven-part letter, it basically just talked about his relationship with Khalees and their custody battle with their son. And it's terrible because at the end mm. of the day, the children are the one that are, I mean, drastically affected by, by these things. Right. Yeah. I I mean, I hope they get it together, obviously, for the sake of the child. But again, this is one of those things that, of course, we bring it to the Internet because, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, could he not have handled this without blasting it on social media? Like, did he have to post it? Did he have to post it? He said in his letter that he has sat for 10 years in silence and basically he's just tired of it and he needs to put this letter out there. So everybody truly knows what type of person she is. So I'm really curious to see if Khalees mm. comes back with some type of response. She has yet to say anything, but I guarantee it she's mm-hmm. going to say something eventually. Yeah, she will. I, I hope she doesn't. Well, I hope she doesn't, honestly. I hope that she feels like she does not have to prove herself to But anyone. in his letter, she sounds like such a spiteful woman. So you <laughs> know if that's yeah. truly how she is, she's going to come back and say something. Oh boy. What a mess. More drama. What more, a mess. More and more drama. Yeah. It's really sad though. I mean, even if it is, if it is true, um, if what he's saying is true and it seems like he really did pour his heart and soul into this, especially for it to be seven parts or seven pages. Um, 
it's really sad what she's doing to him. I mean, my thing is let, let a father be a father, no matter what the situation is, whether you guys have been together for years, you guys were together for one night. It doesn't matter. Let a father who wants to be a father, take care of his children. You can't force anyone. Right. (laughs) But if he wants to be there, then you should be there. A hundred percent. Anyway, anyway, I'm taking taking over. over. So I'm taking over and we're going to talk a little bit about the Bobby Brown movie. Let me say, I love Bobby Brown. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I always have. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joanna, how do you, you know feel what? I watched, I mean, you know, I, I have no thoughts about Bobby Brown right now. I, I'm kind of hot and cold with him. I am. Really? There are times when I really, I'm not sure I if I like that But I'm keeping it real with you. There, I get it. I know. <laughs> There are times when I really enjoy him and there are times where I watch him on TV and I'm like, oh. Oh, me too. Me too. You know I, mean, I, mean? I think he's a mess. Oh, definitely. I think he's a mess. Hot but total I, mess. I, I still, I, I just mess. can't help but love him anyway when he's messy or when he's on point. I can't help it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying because he's real. And I'm not going to spoil the movie for people who are like waiting to catch up on like their DVR this weekend. Um, but the movie was pretty great to me. You know, I've been following New Edition since I was like a wee baby. Okay. I've always loved New Edition, always loved Bobby Brown. As a matter of fact, I will be at the Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike concert okay. next Friday night at the Airy Crown Theater. Um, Bobby has an edge. He does. He does not care what people think about him. He proved it in this movie. He has this life that he has battled with situations, emotional problems, drug problems, money issues, but I mean, he's still pretty great. Can I, I know you're trying to not spoil the movie, but can we just sort of, cause I didn't watch it either, but I've been seeing all these headlines pop up about how mm-hmm. his relationship with Janet Jackson was maybe a little padded. Do you have any thoughts on that? <sighs> See, I do remember back in the day um, that there were uh, sightings of him Mm -hmm. and Janet together. I don't remember too many details about it. I don't really know that it was padded because Janet is known for keeping all of her relationships very private. The only relationship that was really super public, actually there were two. So she was with mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree some years ago. And then this recent guy that she was married to and just got divorced from, I think like a year or two ago. Um, but other than that, she always keeps her relationships private. I mean, when she married James DeBarge back in the eighties, no one yeah, knew they eloped. It. Right. Like it was, a, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was, a, we don't even know how many kids Janet has, like literally, like there could be, as they're saying, more children out there. She just it lives a very private life. So maybe it happened, maybe mm. it didn't. And maybe she just agreed to it for the sake of the movie. Like, yeah, well, okay, it did happen, you know. And look, in all know. those early years, we all have things we would probably prefer to act like didn't happen anyway. So whatever. Since we're 20 or four. But... <laughs> right exa- exactly that's what I'm saying and you know she what I did notice in the movie was that um, and this is one part that I'll leak that when they were together and he asked her hey are we going to be together he made you know a suggestion for them to like really go public and she was like it's not my decision it's not my decision what does that mean which meant that her family 
was very much against this uh, relationship. It's not my decision. So Janet was looked huh. at as a princess. Wow. Yeah, she was looked at as a princess. She was, you know, um, in one of the most talented, highest paid entertainment families ever known. So that could not taint her image. At the time, he was known to well, take yes. images. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, she's like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not my decision. You know, it's All not right, my decision. All right, I got to watch this movie. Me too. I have it on <laughs> yeah. VR. I just haven't had a chance to yeah. watch it. I'm, I'm going to catch it. Go for it. You'll be on okay. the edge of your seat. That's what I say. So let's go into, Joanna was talking about, um, uh, Twitter thugs, internet trolls, people who are very abusive on the uh, online. So I don't know if you guys saw that Angela Simmons. Let me just say that Angela Simmons is a very pretty girl. Yes, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. She's got a great body. She posted a picture of herself in her undies and they were tasteful. I mean, it wasn't like she was rocking like a thong and pasties, <laughs> but she said um, the title was Be Good to Yourself. Okay. She got dragged on the internet for this. What is the big deal? Dragged. It was, it was so, I, I was hurting for her because of the things that people were saying about her. For example, her face looks like a foot. Stop. She always wants attention. Seriously? Yes. The la- <laughs> yes. The last one, the last one, which I almost fell out said, her body looks like a 40-year-old <gasps> woman, which no. I might add is pretty insulting because I'll be 40 in a few years. So I'm just, <laughs> you know, not, you know, feeling a certain type of way about that. But the reason why she does these things is because no matter what you think about her body and how it was as opposed to how it is now, she obviously has struggled with her appearance in some way, shape, or form. Well, yeah. Okay. Whether, whether she, well, this is why she's doing this. So she didn't think her body was perfect. So we could look at her and say, oh my goodness, she's got a great body, mm-hmm. which she does. But obviously she felt like, you know what, there were some imperfections. There were some things I needed to work on. Obviously she had a baby. Your body changes after you have, you know, children. I know this to be true, you know, so she wanted to show her progress and she also wanted to show that she's doing it the natural way and she's not going with the surgeries, the nips and tucks and the injections and all of this, like everyone else is doing. So, yeah, so she absolutely got shame for that. And I felt so, so sorry. People are just mean. Yes, I was going to say that same exact thing. People are mean. I follow, I follow yeah. Angela Simmons on Instagram. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. I followed her through her journey, through her body transformation, because after she had her baby, you know, she had some baby weight on, of course, everybody, every woman is going yeah. to, but I followed her journey from her working out, getting her body back to where it's at now, um, you know, from after mm-hmm. being pregnant and she looks amazing and she did it all natural. And I commend her on that because yep. most people, with in her status it, with her money will just go and get their body done you know go we know, go under we know the this knife. we know oh, yeah. this to be true exactly and, exactly and i love so I'm i just, sorry, i just want to say i love her hashtag bnb built never bought i love that oh <laughs> i like that too yeah, we're going to use that. Joanna, we're going to start using say, that. We should start using that. Built never bought. We are. We are. We're taking that. I'm writing that down now. <laughs> you know, maybe she put it up there and, and kind of took a gamble that, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say. 
and just kind of took the verbal bullets to, because so many women go through this, you know? So maybe she was just kind of being a little bit more courageous than the rest of us, maybe. Um, and knew it was coming yeah. and, and didn't even go back and look at all the comments, you know, who knows? Hopefully she didn't because people are just such jerks. Um, and, and maybe yeah. she was just doing it to yeah. try to help any other girl who feels like they've got stuff to work on because I think we've all been there. Oh Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we could look at her and say, oh, my goodness, she's got a flat stomach or she's got this or she's got that. But at the same time, we don't know what goes through anyone's head when they're looking, when they're standing naked looking in the mirror. I mean, we all have things we want to improve. If there's one woman out there who says that they don't look at themselves and feel like they have something to improve their life. Agree. We all, right. we all do, no matter what. I mean, I, Joanna knows me well. And so she knows that I can be pretty hard on myself. You know what I mean? So I think we're all extremely hard on ourselves. Like we're really like, yeah. we need to give ourselves a break, you know, a hundred percent. Um, we do. Sorry. I just yesterday, I have to throw this in there. Like just yesterday. Now, now I'm not at celebrity status, but like I, I have to put pictures out for, uh, different ads that I do um, for, for different sponsorships and endorsements. And, you know, I had a picture go out and yesterday I had somebody, you know, just say, I'm not trying to hate, but you should lose some weight. <gasps> and I was like, I, I, and I took a, a screenshot of just that comment. Um, and I, and I reposted it. Cause I was like, I can't help it. I'm big bones and I love cookies. And that's what I said. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Because first of all, this year alone, like since January, I've lost 40 pounds. So like, honey, I have lost weight. Good for one. you. You yeah. look, you do look Thank great you. though. You Thank do. Absolutely. You. But I'm also like, yeah. you know, number two, who asked you? Like, you know, like, like, why would you just keep scrolling? Don't stop and be like, yo girl, you got to lose some weight. Just keep scrolling. Like, how about not be mean? It will not right. kill you. It will not kill you to ignore it. Why is it necessary? I just, I need to understand why people troll people like that all the time. Like, what are you getting out of it by putting somebody else down and making them feel like that? I I can't get it. And it was another woman. Like, I guess I could kind of be like, if if it was a man, like just being a doofus and, and thinking like a caveman, but like, this was another girl. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like who, who does that? No. That's horrible. I, you know, we interviewed Hazel Marie okay. Anderson um, a few weeks ago. So she is um, an anchor on uh, NBC Good Day Live in Terre Haute, okay. Indiana. And she said she was walking through the grocery store and that a man came up to her and he's like, oh, I know you. You're on TV. And she's being very gracious. She's like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, thanks for watching. And then he was like, but you know what? The other girls look really <gasps> good. You just no, huge. no, yeah, yes, what he did. is yes, wrong did. with people? Yeah, and she was like, Oh, okay, how do you thanks right. for watching? and like walked away from him. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, she's in the public eye, so she really couldn't go in on him like she really right. wanted to, <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, How do you feel okay with yourself doing that to people? They hate themselves, I guess, That's... they got to spread it on everybody else no. because how dare no. you. Or their mama That's messed up raising them. I can't, I can't ever see doing that. I mean, right. <laughs> absolutely. That's what it really boils down to is like Lisa said, they, they really have some insecurities with themselves and they want to put it on other people is, is what it really is. Yeah. Bullies. 
it's hard are the most insecure people they are they are which is why it's so important like even for like my children like I made it a point for my children I have two girls uh for them to be very very confident like instilling confidence in them and always telling them how good they look and how beautiful they are. And I have a daughter who is a freshman in high school now, Um, you know, so she's got, she's starting to kind of fill out in all the right areas. So God God. help me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's another story, but, you know, telling her, you know, don't worry about what the next person says about you and all you have to. And those are tough years anyway. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, they are. I just look at her sometimes and I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I'm glad I'm not in your no. place right now. It's honestly, ten, it's 10 honestly. times worse for high school students nowadays because of social yeah. media. Yeah, yeah, which is why I try to keep her just on Snapchat and I'm like, no, she's like, oh, mom, can I get an Instagram? <gasps> no. I'm like, no, good for you, Heather. You cannot, good. you good. can't, no, you can't. You can't have an Instagram. You can't have a Facebook right now. You cannot have a Twitter. No, I'm not going to subject you to that. Snapchat is enough, <laughs> you know, for now. I mean, obviously, as the years go, you know, she'll probably end up with one if she chooses to have it. But for right now, when you're 14 years old, you cannot have yeah, those. That's a good idea. I, I agree with you Sorry. on that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So let's switch gears. Uh, I do want to talk about something that is pretty sad uh just happened on thursday night and i'm sure you guys heard about the story uh botham jean a recent college graduate from saint lucia uh he also worked as an analyst for price waterhouse cooper which is a public accounting firm uh he was also a motivational speaker and worship leader. Okay. And I'm reading this, uh, Sean King, uh, the journalist and activist posted this about this man. Uh, he was shot in the middle of the night on Thursday by a cop who walked into his apartment in uniform and says that she thought it was her. Apartment. No, she didn't. Look, 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 I, I have, yeah. I have lived in so many different places and I've never, I've never once been confused about which place was mine. No. Yeah. What, what is that? How did she get How in? How did she get in? That's what I'm saying. So there's like so many questions about Yeah, this. we all know this is fishy. Um, th- that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And something is not right about this story. So now they're saying, was she drunk? Was she high? Neither. So let's not put it on that because that's the direction they're trying to take it in. Oh, I'm. And that just doesn't, that no. doesn't make any no. sense. My thing is, I mean, we've, look, we've all wanted to kill our neighbors, but like, <laughs> I mean, let, let's just say it. I, you know, like we've all right. been like, yeah, the guy, you know, I can't stand that guy, but like, we don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. What has been going on in that building. There's way more to this story than like, oh, I went in the wrong door. Sorry. There's right. way more to this. And again, how did she get right? Well, well, I read some, somebody had posted on Instagram that it was not an accident and somebody said they were dating or at least messing around and she was drunk yelling and opened the door. So I don't know how true that is, but supposedly they were dating and she was pretty upset with them. I don't know. The last thing that I read about it this morning is that, you know, other people were talking about how loud, how loud the yelling was. So there was some kind of a fight. There was something happening. Yes. So 
something wow. had a, ha, must have transpired between them two, or they had to have known each other if they're yelling that loud, or she's yelling that loud at him. Yeah. Yeah, that wow. story's gonna unfold. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, it is, and that's the first thing that I thought was. Hmm. Okay, something's happening. Either they got it, maybe they got it in a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe he wasn't trying to make a relationship. You know, your mind always starts creating all of these different scenarios mm-hmm. about the what ifs, and that definitely crossed my mind. At the end of the day, even if that was the case, you don't have a right to end his life. No, no, go find someone no. else. Right? There, there's, there's, a, there's. I mean, if you guys have ever been to Dallas, there's people all over the place. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could have found someone, like, you know, in the next. Right. Department. Break your lease. Move. It's, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, or date someone right. else, and you know, apartment, apartment three thirty two. I don't I mean, know. Something. You know what I mean? Come on. Right. Yeah. It's um. It's really unfortunate. Um. She definitely deserves life in Agreed. prison. Yeah, I wanna I wanna hear the rest of the story to to find out what yeah. what was going on because this whole oh I thought I was in my apartment that's not no. holding up and I don't know who why she thinks that would be a good idea to say because it doesn't make any sense not at all yeah and I'm just confused as to why that well you know what Heather you already know before you even say it but. <laughs> the police are obviously going to cover it, cover it up as much as they can. And my thing is, let's call a spade a spade. We know that this sounds, I don't know if they will. They're as of this morning, they were already talking about her getting hit with manslaughter charges, but. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. So good. So I take back what I said then. Well, I mean, I don't think, I I mean, Dallas police or anywhere for that matter are going to buy. I was, I thought it was my house. Like, no. no one's going to buy that. And Honey. and I know that, you know, blue backs blue, but the, I mean, they also got a job to do and, and it sounds like they're getting ready to do it. So, and hopefully Good. with further investigation, well, they'll be yeah. able to find out whether, what kind of charges, if manslaughter is even appropriate, because the more the story comes out, I mean, it could be like murder one. We don't know. Oh my gosh. It just like, I have a pit in my stomach thinking about it. It's sad. I mean, you took this man away from his family, from his friends. He's uh, a young man, like a really young guy. He was still in his twenties. Wow, it's terrible. A lot of life ahead of them. A lot yes. of life ahead of him. Really, really smart man. College graduate. Again, I mean, he was an analyst for one of the largest public accounting fir- firms in the world. Big yeah. stuff. Yeah, I want to hear the rest of the <laughs> you story. Know, Me you, too. You, 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 end, you end his life. So I'm definitely going to be uh, following the story. I am actually going to start reaching out to some people that I know that live in Dallas to see if I can get the goods on it uh, and try to get in tune with some other activists who may be following it and see if we can get some more info on what happened to him. Yeah. So rest in peace, both them and Jean and, you know, prayers and thoughts for his friends and family. Yeah. So let's go on to our TTL, which is talk time with the ladies. I love talk time with the ladies. I think I say that every time. You do, but I I agree. I love talk time with the ladies. I do. And Lisa, this will be your first talk time with the ladies. Uh, This is our segment where we dish about any and everything. Oh my gosh. So yes, 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 yes. So this one, we are going to talk a little bit about um, Mac Miller 
um, who just passed away yesterday from an overdose. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, Demi Lovato, who uh, I think within the past few weeks was released from the hospital uh, with the same thing. She mm-hmm. overdosed, almost lost her life as well. And all of this is tied to what? Substance, Substance abuse. abuse. Yes. Right? Depression. I was reading about Mac a little bit more this morning, and he said that he, he had battled depression. Um, obviously, he was on and off of drugs for years. This man was only 26 years old. So, yeah. Demi Lovato was, what, 26, 27 at mm-hmm. this point? What is happening? Uh, well, I mean, the, the, good, the good news is it's hard to find something good out of a conversation like this. But, like, at least now everyone is admitting that there is a huge, huge opioid crisis. Like, the, at least they're having the conversation rather than kind of not trying to look at it and hoping it, it'll go away, you know, um, right. because it is a huge problem. And, and, and it, the same thing goes with mental illness that now finally the conversations are happening because between suicide and substance abuse, like we've got such an issue on our hands. Agree. Yeah. But these things are, they're, they're, t- they're hand in hand. I mean, they're co Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. It always seems like if you have one, you have the other. It is really difficult. It, it's it's so much more difficult when you're battling the substance abuse, though, when you've got the mental health problems. Right. You know, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. And, and like Lisa said, people are talking about it more. And I think that was one of the biggest problems is people weren't talking about it enough. Yesterday. J. Cole, he tweeted something, and I, I love J. Cole. He said that he'll lend an ear to anyone in the industry that is facing any of these problems. And I think that's wow. a big, huge thing for him to say because people need to be able to talk about their problems, whatever that may be. They do. Because they are hiding it and shielding it with substance abuse, whether you have a mental illness or, you know, whatever, they are hiding it and shielding those feelings with using drugs, basically. And, yeah. you know, a, a lot of it, I, I hate to make this sound so adolescent, but a lot of it is the, the people that you hang out with. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like there's a group of people and one person is struggling with all of this. There's usually other people that you hang with partaking oh, in, 100%. That, in that kind of party when like, you know, it, no one wants to be like, Hey, we're all doing this, but you're doing it too much. You know what I mean? Like it's... There's, there's not a stigma if everyone in your group is doing it. So that, that's an entirely different thing because it, it's becoming recreational like that. Like people are, people are doing it. They're, they're hanging out and doing it. Like that's their plans for the night. That is a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, what I've been noticing and they're like the trend with people who are battling this and then end up committing suicide like a day later, it's like they were with their friends the night before. Like they were just like in a good mood and they were hanging. I mean, Mac Miller was, um, Demi Lovato was, I believe at her home at a party. You know, a lot. Mm -hmm. She was. Anthony, Anthony Bourdain was with his friends, uh, the previous day. Come I on. Mean, so, wasn't uh, Chester from Lincoln Park having like dinner with his whole family the night before? Like, it, you know, it, it was yeah. people who suffer from depression are really good at faking joy. They, they, they are. Um, 
you know, uh, yeah. And it, and it's horrible because they feel like they need to kind of put on that mask to, to do their thing. And, and, and inside we don't know what's going on and, and nobody wants to talk about it. You know? Anyone. Yeah. No, nobody wants to talk right. about it. So the conversation yeah. needs to, we need to keep happening, you know, having it and, and, and checking on each other. So like more than like, Hey, how's it going? Like we need to really keep up with our friends and make sure what they're going through. Can they handle it alone? If not, I'm here, you know? Right. And, and, yeah, and Lisa, definitely. that kind of goes into the messaging that I kind of want to put out there. Yesterday, Heather, when we were talking about talking about substance abuse today, I kind of struggled with what I was going to say because I'm not an expert in substance abuse. I can't solve your problem. Um, that takes a professional. But I think our message, the message shouldn't be to those who are abusing, but to those who know somebody is abusing or suspecting. If you see something, you should always say something and fight for your loved one. You know, don't just, you know, don't just so. sit back and let them continue to do what they're doing. And I know people will say, mm-hmm. well, you know, people have to want to get help. There's only so much we can do, you know, if we know somebody who's abusing. But if you if you love them or care for that yeah. person, then you're going to fight with them. They have a disease and they're sick. They're not mentally all there to know that they yeah. need help. You know what I mean? Exactly. That de- that demon is bigger than them. And I think that's what we have to realize. Once you get on drugs, it's really, really hard to get off of them. I've known people, people in my family it and it's like you know they they do things obviously that are out of character I mean you know if people start stealing from you guess what they don't realize that exactly. they're doing it it's that demon talking to them you know we we have to remember that so I don't believe that we should ever judge them now if it's a volatile situation yes. then obviously safety comes first your safety I, I was comes just going to say, you some, distance sometimes yourself from that there, person. there is a point, I'm, but I, I, I'm sorry to say this, but it's only because I've been through it, that like, you cannot make a person change. You can, you can give every ounce of your being to, to help right. them. And, and, but if he, this person does not want to change and they're not going to, I mean, for me, I had to remove myself from the situation, you know, and it's Very, sad yes. to be like, Oh, sorry. I gave yeah. up on that. But Very I was like, true. you know what? I gave you three years of trying to make you better and, and I can't, and now I got to go. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't kill right. yourself, you know, in the process, but I do believe that you can, you can do as much as you can to get them help. Um, and then move on, you know, but again, no, no judgment, always be there. You know, if, if that person needs you, like Joanna was mm-hmm. saying, like J. Cole, like lend an ear for that person, no matter what the situation is. And even if you're just sitting there and you're silent, because like Joanna said, she didn't really know what to say, right? She didn't know what she was going to talk about this morning. And oftentimes we're in that situation mm-hmm. where we don't really know what to say. We don't have a response for them, 100%, but sometimes yes. they just need that person. And I think present. that we're talking about it. I'm starting to hear, um, you yeah. know, other uh, personalities across Chicago start talking about how like, yeah, they, they go to therapy twice a week or, or, or whatever. Just that they're like, yeah, I, I go to the head shrinker or whatever. Like they're, they're making light of it, but they're also talking about, Hey, I go because I, I need to go and talk to someone. You know what I mean? And, and just, just putting it out there that like, Hey, yeah, you're not crazy. If you need help, we, we all need someone to lend us a hand every once in a while, just that we can normalize it. I think is, is helping other people get the help they need. 
Right. And don't, and don't get me wrong. I think that, you know, you, you do have to say something if you see somebody that you care about who's using, but at the same time, if something happens to them, you are not the one to blame for it because I was reading online that Ariana had to temporarily turn off her IG because she was being trolled for Mac Miller's death. And that's, Uh, that's not right. And she did state a long time ago that the reason for their breakup was due to his substance abuse. And she tried everything in his power and her power to help him out. But he just, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't getting it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But his poor family. That's what I always think about in these situations. Excuse me. I think about the people that they left behind. And how they're struggling and how, you know, know. his poor mother, you know, when she woke up this morning, what are the thoughts going through her head or was she able to get out of bed or, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's, you have to be careful too, talking so poorly against it because of what that family is thinking, what they're going through, especially because it was such a tragedy. You know, it's not like he had some long-term illness, right, (laughs) that he was, you know, dealing with and battling. I mean, other than obviously the substance abuse, but come on. So I think we have to be careful on that too. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited. Yes, absolutely. Um, and where well, can, can our find me on the listeners find you, Lisa? 101.9 FM in Chicago. Um, I did the midday show, 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. But by all means, please find me on Insta, on Facebook. I'm at Lisa Allen on air. Oh, my gosh. I Actually, I need to – can I plug another Fan podcast? Because I, I launched, we've launched a podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, thank yes, you. Yes, um, yes, yes, please. Uh, please my friend please, Jerry Nunn, he's a writer too. for uh, Windy City Times, and myself started a podcast uh, in July. It's called Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. It's mostly our celebrity uh, kind of exploits. We, we've had a lot of great guests. We've had, you know, Ice Cube and um, uh, Jenny McCarthy, and just we've been like across the board um, with it. So if you guys find us nonstop at Lisa and Jerry, that would be fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, with Lisa and Jerry. Stop by Lisa and Jerry, did you say? You got it. Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this Saturday's podcast. We did have a lot of fun, talked about some funny things and some not so funny things, I think. But you can find the ladies at www.theladiesview.com on Instagram at the ladies view, Twitter, the ladies view TV and Facebook. Our new handle is chat with the ladies. You guys have a wonderful Saturday and we will talk to you soon.